The harvest is ripe, but the laborers are few. Why did he use that word? God goes to extreme measures to bring the loss to himself. The greatest gift you will ever give this world is your intimacy with God. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit are all three inside of me. I've got the power right now. I think what Jesus really wants is people to go. I want to be the answer to Jesus' prayer request. Welcome to the Fuel for the Harvest podcast. When this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world, then shall the end come. Hey everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of Fuel for the Harvest. This is Nathan, and I'll be your host for today. And joining me once again is Forge speaker Santiago Fuentes. Santi, so good to have you here. Thank you for having me again. Always a joy to be in Fuel for the Harvest. It's uh, I always love uh, hearing from Santi because he is so deep. Um, he has a mind that just goes on and on and on and uh, in the best possible way. And I love it. And so I'm really excited to hear what you have to share with us today, Santi. And so without any further ado, let me just hand it over to you. Well, there's something that the Lord has been stirring in my heart really uh, recently. I think it's a season for um, for me in particular to get ready. But I would dare say there's a season for a lot of us to get ready for what the Lord is up to do and he's already doing. I'm not saying he's not at work. He's at work around the world. We had news from all over the place, listening to beautiful testimonies of God's grace and God's power. Uh, but still, there's more to come. Always the best is yet to come with the Lord. And since uh, a couple of weeks, actually, I should say probably the last month, uh, while thinking about turning 46, which I did last week, and uh, and thinking about uh, the firebrand intensive that was coming our way, which also we had uh, last week. Oh, wait. Then my birthday was two weeks ago. So whatever. <laughs> uh, just reflecting on all of that, I, I was going through through a lot of um, thinking and think, and thanking God for what he has done in my life. And for some people, this might sound like that's awkward. Uh, and for some others, will resonate. But I keep track of those Bible verses that have been impactful in my life, um, that have meant really something very deep during during my life uh, a lot of people have heard my story uh, also at forge and and uh in other venues and my story is that the lord rescued me when i was 18 years old he rescued me from the hypocrisy i was living because i was born in a christian home i thought i was a christian i thought even i was a good christian until he flipped the switch on of my heart and then the, this the grossness and the disgusting state of living without christ was revealed and he saved me and a lot of things started making sense um like things that i learned when i was a kid uh, from the bible uh, during sunday school they made sense now like the story of the prodigal son um i knew it i repeated it I was able to find it in the Bible, but I was not able to find myself in the Bible at that point. And then I found myself, I was the prodigal son. And and I love uh, the English language. 
for for those of you that know me you know that if i read something it most of the time it's going to be in english if i listen to music it's going to be in english and and i love the way that luke 15 uh, the story of the prodigal son uh when the father receives his son back it says uh, the bible says uh, but the father said, this is Luke 15, verse 22. But the father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe and put it on him and put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. It, it it was really a thing of a beauty what the Lord did when he saved me because there was a song, uh, a Christian song that was playing over and over again everywhere. Every Christian bookstore you, you went to in Mexico, you could uh, listen to it. And it's by author, Spanish author, Marcos Vidal. And the title of the, of the song is The Miracle. Now, you would expect he would talk about something else he actually talks about his his salvation and i'm gonna i'm gonna read a little bit of it uh for you it says i can still not comprehend what has happened the most glorious miracle i have ever lived after sp spending everything that was not mine i was not requested to pay for it and mm -hmm. at some point i woke up as part of a flock I don't even know how, but I woke up with the care, tender care of the ship. And before I could bring up my past, his words pierced me and his voice pierced me too. That he's so happy that I am back home. That I don't need to think about it. Just rest. Everything is going to be all right. And while I sleep on his uh, chest, in his bosom, probably would be better in translation, I've known this. I have new life, I have an owner, and I am loved. And mm. and just uh, going back to to that day when the Lord saved me, and and reading these these uh, words, and then we had the firebrand intensive, and we have a very special guest who who pointed us to that passage to talk about revival, uh, specifically on that word uh, alive again. And, and then uh, two days ago, uh, one of my aunts passed away. She's with Jesus now. And my cousin, one of my cousins, he's her, her oldest, he shared that in the last few weeks when she was struggling in bed, when she was feeling so sick, when she already had developed some uh, brain um, malfunction she could not recognize people around her most of the time she couldn't even tell you her name most of the time my cousin said during her funeral but she would remember jesus loves me that little kid's mm -hmm. song yes jesus loves me the bible tells me so and my cousin said in the midst of her pain we would start singing that verse because we knew she loved it. And after repeating it, she would sing along. 
she couldn't remember her her own name, but I, but she remembered the greatest truth of all time that anybody mm. could could ever learn. Jesus loves me. And and my cousin said after singing that verse three four times, she would be at peace and fall asleep. And 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 they did that several times. So all that to say, I guess this is this has been a time where. Uh, I've been brought back to my first love uh, to say, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm safe in the love of God, and I'm here for Him because He saved me. Uh, I, I study a lot of uh, preachers and and Christian thinkers, and and of course, Apostle Paul. They they were not thinking on. I want to follow Jesus because of what He's going to do for me, right here or in some point. They followed Jesus and they obeyed Jesus. And you can check the Bible, check my words, uh, because of what He did on the cross and how and and what He would do for them in heaven. Mm. The, the prize that was before them made him go forward but also knowing what jesus did in the past on the cross is what motivated them to say hey he's my savior hey he's coming back or i'm going to be in heaven so just thinking about those things when you told me let's uh let's uh talk about what the lord has been stirring up in your heart i was thinking yeah i think it it, it might be uh, encouragement for somebody out there mm. if you feel like you need motivation to keep on going yeah well just think about what jesus did in the past for you think about the prodigal son and and how you are still loved and welcomed and 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 think about what's coming and i'm not saying what's coming in 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 your life in the next week or i don't know maybe the lord will do great things but even greater things will happen when we uh, go to be in his presence forever uh, the bible says in your presence there is a multitude of joy uh, mm. so we're going to be there that's that's what's been brewing in my heart uh, Nathan. i hope i made sense yeah i i love it uh, it's uh it's so profound and so simple and i think it's such an, a crucial thing for us to remi remind ourselves as christians um, one thing that i consistently see in the body of christ and something I think we struggle with quite a bit is this idea that like, if it's more complicated, that means it's better. Like mm -hmm. if it's more complicated, that means it's more spiritual. That means that I'm going to, but I find more frequently than not, it's the less complicated things. It's the basics. It's the things that sometimes we tend to forget. Like Jesus loved me and died for me. Like it's yeah. those things that are the most important when the rubber hits the road. Um, like we can know all the beautiful intricacies of the hebrew language and the greek language and i'm not don't hear me getting down on that like that's great but at the right. end of the day it's those truths it's those profound truths that are like what keep us grounded and what keep us moving forward um one of the ways that that's been true in my life is uh just always and continually being reminded to return to intimacy like mm -hmm. um 
that's something we talk about here on the podcast all the time. Uh, so people who are listening have definitely heard us say that before. But the the the, the thing that I want to make sure that everybody hears is just that when we uh, when we start to get off of the basics, when we start to forget to spend time with Jesus, when we start to forget that uh, about what He did for us, uh, that's that's when you're going to feel yourself going off the rails. It doesn't seem like a big deal that you didn't spend time with Jesus today, but man, I've seen in my own life time and time again, like I can trace back like uh, stress between my wife and I. I can trace back uh, like a an increased desire for sin in my life. I can trace all of those back to just the simple principle of, man, I haven't really been spending time with Jesus. And I think the same thing is true for what you're saying, Santi. Like love, yes. his love is is right there in the same place. It is true. It is true. Those those times when I've made uh, mistakes in my life, I mean, and also I'm a human. I make mistakes mistakes every day. But those times when I've hurt somebody, especially probably somebody as close to me as my wife or, or family member or somebody in the body of Christ, have been uh, times when when I've not been right with the Lord. And one of our guests last week during the Firebrand Intensive said, when, when the saved get right, the lost get saved. Mm. And, and we, we really have an impact on others. What starts in your prayer closet will impact others on a positive way or a negative way and and what i say what i'm saying is the lack of being in your prayer closet will have a negative impact not that being with the lord will ever have a negative impact on anybody but it it starts there and the more you study biographies of christians that the lord has used in some way or fashion and i'm not saying big name I, Praise God for those big names we have out there. But just for ordinary people that the Lord has used in extraordinary extraordinary ways, everything started with their intimacy with God. Everything started there. It's a basic principle. Last uh, Saturday, yes, last Saturday, Henry Blackaby passed. And, and he wrote a book, Experiencing God. Mm. Well, that would... That, book was fundamental in my life it was the first uh, disciple discipleship uh, class that i took at my home church it really taught me how to spend time with jesus and then less than 10 months into my christian life i met dwight robertson who brought intimacy with god to another level deeper level so just like i've been saying uh, this has been a time of thinking, whoa, what the Lord has done and, and what he's up to. But let's be foundational here. Uh, like, I love American football. And sometimes you hear coaches tell tell the players, go back to your, your fundamentals, just the basic things you know how to do. And, and they are part of the game and make an impact. Just do them. And, and what I hear uh, from you and what I've been uh, thinking and meditating uh, in my heart is just go back to the fundamentals. Just do the basic things. And and if you're out there listening to us today and you feel like you've been astray, like you've lost your compass in life, 
just go back to the basics. Don't start on 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 that thought, uh, like you, Nathan, was saying before. We need to do something overcomplicated and and try to find or or discover boiling water all over again. Just do the basics. That's that's it. And it's so plain and clear for every Christian, everybody that that reads the Bible. I think you you walk away from it knowing, oh, there is a God and He wants to spend time with me. There's a Enoch message that I preach everywhere on intimacy with God, and probably you can find it online. I'm, I'm, I'm not completely sure, but um, you, you can find it on the Forge app uh, under Multiplying Movements. When, oh well, there you go. That's right. It's on Multiplying Movements, and and uh, everybody in the Bible had a, a that that we're walking with God. They knew there was a God. Enoch said that. The Enoch is what. He didn't know much about God. He only knew, according to to uh, Hebrews eleven six. He he. Uh, sorry, it's not verse six, but according to, to the book of Hebrews chapter eleven, he knew there was a God, and he knew that he would reward those who who seek him. That's all he mm -hmm. knew. That's all he knew. And and I'm reading um, Hebrews chapter eleven verse five and six yes it, it was verse six so it's all he knew and and we may know more than enoch but believe me he knew enough hmm. it's so. so true i i have a i i don't know i i love uh hebrews chapter 11. um this is kind of a, a brief aside uh those guys knew how to keep it simple <laughs> and and here's what i mean like could you could you imagine being abraham and like uprooting your whole life on one sentence from God, like your whole life totally uprooted on one sentence. And yeah. it's not like he has a whole book of stories to go on of like God's faithfulness. He yeah. is the story of God's faithfulness, right? He's yeah. the he's one of the very first uh, right there in the early parts of the book of Genesis. So um, anyway, yeah, so totally brief aside, but those guys knew how to keep it simple. God said something, they obeyed, and it was just that's how it was. <laughs> but let me piggyback on that, because because we need we need to dismantle some some of the uh, things we've some of us grew up with, like this is the Hall of Fame of God, yeah. or this is the heroes of the faith. Well, those are well intended ways to put that uh, uh, chapter of the Bible, but in the in the train of thought of that book the book of hebrews chapter 11 stands as a proof that salvation is by faith alone mm -hmm. and that's why it offers a bunch of examples of faith working out in certain way in each of those lives they had faith and therefore their life reflected that so all that to say what peter said on on his uh, second letter to those he wrote uh his letter and, and addressed it to those who have a faith like ours mm. a faith like ours peter was not thinking about uh, different categories of of uh of uh, christians and saying well we apostles are in a different category and you guys are in a second level 
Second Peter chapter one, verse one, I am writing to you who share the same precious faith we have. And so that's an invitation to all of us to approach the same God uh, that can be found like mm. Enoch and that you can walk with like Enoch. You can make uh, life with Jesus all the time. He's always there. Uh, it was whew, it was uh, Dwight Moody who asked uh, Charles Spurgeon, how, was, how is it possible that you accomplish so much uh, in so little time? And, he's, and, and, and Charles Spurgeon answered Dwight Moody, dear sir, you forget there is not one but two working here. Mm. Oh man, I love that. And that's mm. that's that's uh, also uh, a reality that is there for us just to hold on to it. it doing my life with Jesus will accomplish so much more than just doing what I think he's going to be uh, happy with, but doing everything with him. Amen. Oh my gosh. It's, you know what I love about this conversation? Uh, we we started with the love of God and moved into intimacy. And now we're talking about faith and how we have all the same access to God as like those people in the Old Testament and New Testament. Uh, just goes to show how connected everything is. I, I yeah. wanted to add on to what you were saying about the, the quote unquote hall of faith. Um, you're so right when you say that it's these people are just supposed to be representatives of the norm in light of what it says in Hebrews chapter 12, verse one, since we're surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us run the race, fixing yes. our eyes on Jesus. And so the, the whole purpose of the passage is to be like, okay, so these guys did it, which means you can do it because they're just like you. So it just goes to show that what you were saying about Peter is so, so true as well. Now, let me just, uh, stick my 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 uh finger a little bit deeper in the hot water there yeah um somebody said last week uh, one of our guest speakers uh for the intensive said what we call uh revival was normal christian life in the new testament hmm. and that is so accurate and if i don't recall that wrong it was tom phillips who said mm -hmm. that and that's normal Christian life. But when whenever we see a man or woman that really spend time with God, that really embrace uh, prayer in their lives, that they are serving others, loving their neighbors, we think, oh, they are special. They must be uh, handpicked by God for a special work. So maybe they'll be missionaries or they'll, They'll go on and pastor a church or something like that. And, and that, is a, that is shame on us. Because mm -hmm. then we're just saying, okay, then it's fine for them. Because they are handpicked by God. The rest of us, come on. We, we, we get a free pass on that one. That's normal Christian life. Mm -hmm. Normal Christian life. And, and the invitation to the normal Christian life that you're defining is really an invitation to live life so i don't know the older i get the more i'm like man life is super boring um i mean i have a lot of amazing things in my life like i love my wife i love my son um i love the call that god has put on my life the work that he's given me all that kind of stuff but man i can't imagine 
like the the end all be all of life being like okay wake up earn money eat sleep wake up earn money eat sleep and like i'm earning money so that i can keep eating and keep sleeping so that i can keep earning money like it just feels super underwhelming mm -hmm. and boring and like i can totally understand why uh solomon said you know all of life is vanity because it is like you, you wake up, you eat, you sleep, you wake up, you eat, you sleep, you, then you die, you know? But the invitation yeah. here in the scriptures is to like something so much more deep and profound and wonderful, which is a, a profound, deep relationship with God and loving your neighbor. And I don't, I anybody who has ever spent some intentional time loving others around them knows how much joy and excitement and yeah and energy comes from just obeying Jesus commands to love them and share the good news with them. And man, it's just like this life giving, exciting thing. It's like all of a sudden life goes from this purposeless kind of droning on, droning on to this incredible, man, we have purpose. And whenever I get the chance to lead a, a mission strip, especially with Forge, before we send back their students home, I tell them, all this time you've worn uh, these uh, mission goggles. You've been looking at mm. people like a target for God's love. Let's love on this person. Mm. Let's share the gospel. Let's serve them the best way we can. And then you go back home and you remove those goggles. And it's just the people I've been around my whole life. Well, that would be a disgrace if that ever happens. You need to keep those mission goggles on. And the only way to keep them on is by being near to Jesus because his heart is beating for those people. And then you'll be uh, looking at them as, as, as Jesus sees them and find purpose. That's what we talk about at Forge, life and purpose. Uh, it, it's mm -hmm. meaningless if it's just lived for comfort and security in this planet. And it's, it's just a disgrace. But when you leave it on mission for Jesus, it is exciting. A lot of people go on, on a short-term mission trip and come back uh, home fired up. And if they're not careful, they're going to be back in their routine and ordinary things, uh, which are not bad, but are, sometimes are left as, as you know, uh, boring or stale. But when you leave with your mission goggles on, then life is exciting but you need mm. to come to, to god and 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 just keep him refreshing your vision for people around you and then you'll find purpose in life amen hey uh before we wrap up santi you had mentioned something early on in the episode you had said i feel like god is getting me ready and uh mm. i was just wondering uh, what's the connection between god getting you ready and this idea that he loves you uh, I was just like, I, I've been wondering that this whole episode, and I'm just curious. Well, um, when you're out there on the trail, there's a lot of loneliness. A lot of people uh, may think, because uh, some, some people are not really aware of what the itinerant speaker calling is, but we go on the road often and spend a ton of time uh, by ourselves. Uh, surrounded with people in airports or whatever transportation we need to use to get to the place we're going. Uh, but that's uh, loneliness. And, and out there, it's like you're on your own. And, and family is behind and your teammates are 
not all the time there it's a joy when we've gotten to travel together nathan and with others but it's not always the case and 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 you feel empty and and you feel man uh, it's gonna be so great but while i get there it's tough uh, mm. of course on the way back is even worse because because all the excitement of seeing god move and everything and then you come come back to this uh empty hotel room where where your family is not there and they are still hours away uh, from you and 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 you from seeing them that's when you have to refuge in god in in his love and even in the midst of great success or or not so much you have to refuse in his, to take refuge in his love because because it's it's not about you it's about him and and mm -hmm. and his love it doesn't change whether you feel like you did a good job or not his love uh is unchangeable and and you need to be soaked in his love uh to to meet the demands of ministry uh because people out there don't need just a speaker they need somebody that speaks with the love and passion that jesus feels for them uh, so coming back to that love is, is what i've been uh, thinking about just to be soaked in it mm -hmm. so that other people can sense his his uh, love around them i was sharing the other day with a group, group of friends out of uh, psalm 90 and i'll, I'll I won't take long but it says psalm 90 lord through all generations you have been our home and and i was thinking uh just uh, a while ago uh if i if i change my address here on there here on earth it'll say something different every time and and mm. especially mexican addresses are long as you well know but but for moses who wrote that psalm his address because he had no place on, on this earth to call home when, whenever he had to fill out a form let's put it that way he wrote moses and then address and he wrote that he's mm. my address i live here i live with whatever he is that's home for me and learning that and learning his love wherever we go on the road that's what's been stuck in my my heart just learning mm. to love god and and sense his love wherever i go because we're often on the trail often on the road and and that's just basic basic need reaching out your hand reaching up your hand like holding daddy's hand and, and saying you're here we're we're together amen i i so appreciate that and i i imagine that even for those who are listening to the podcast most of them are not speakers i would imagine <laughs> maybe they are yeah. um, it's true for the average ordinary laborer as well uh, for the average ordinary follower of Jesus, as you go throughout your life, um, I know I know from personal experience, I can be surrounded by people in my day-to-day -day life and be, feel totally alone and totally empty and totally like I got nothing to give. And uh, here, everything that you said just now totally applies to that person as well, I think. Um, yes. That as we go back to his love, we're empowered in our day-to-day -day life. Like... I mean, we've all, those of us who have been married know the challenges that go along. I, I love my wife. She's a huge blessing, but it it comes at a cost. Everybody knows who's been married. It, marriage comes at a cost. And so like, 
I know that when I dwell on in my love with God, that I will love my wife better. Um, the same for my neighbors, the same for the person who cut me off in traffic on the road, the same for the clerk at the grocery store, the same for the barista, the same for, uh, you know, the person in my life who hates me the most, the same for the person in my life who loves me the most. Like it really all does come back to that, uh, to, I love that, like soaking in the love of God, uh, so that we become saturated to the point mm -hmm. that we're overflowing into the lives of others. Yeah, what what proves that we are disciples of Jesus is not how much we know about the Bible, which is something good to know your Bible well. But Jesus yeah. said, "In this, will, they will know that you're my disciples, that you love one another." It's love, yeah. the trademark of of the disciples. So, uh, and like you said, I was answering as a speaker, but just as a Christian, we all need that. We all need to be uh, conscious and and firm on the on the thought the bible teaches jesus loves me and we circled back to where we started well santi what a joy uh, i'm i'm leaving this conversation so encouraged and i'm sure that those who are listening will equally be encouraged uh thank you so much for joining this podcast yeah for sure thank you for having me well if you guys want to get in touch with santi the best way to do so would be go, to go to forgeforward.org click on speakers click on santi um you'll be able to contact him there you can send us a email at podcast at forgeforward.org and i'll make sure it gets to santi as well um with that hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your day god bless <laughs>